Wolf and Luke Middays, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, welcome back to the show. It is Wolf and Luke on a Monday morning. And it was just a regular season game yesterday, but it felt like a lot more than that. I think probably to both teams. Both teams certainly reacted that way. Dave Pash was on the call, and he joins us right now on the Arizona Sports Line. Dave, thanks for the time as always. How are you doing this morning? I'm great. I hope uh, Wolf is, is eating a little crow today. <laughs> Why do you say that, David? Why do you start there, my brother? Wolf, you and I sitting in the press box at State Farm Stadium during Cardinals training camp talking about the merits of getting Kevin Durant, and you saw it yesterday. I have always recanted, David. I, know, I have yeah. recanted. Of course, I just know, wanted brother. to shove just, it in my face. I love to stick it to you when I can. You don't return my text or anything. We never see each other. So, you know, I figure i got to get it to you while we're actually on the radio with uh, the public listening. Oh, my I do goodness. remember that conversation. Dave Pash was adamant that you do want this guy on your team if you can get him. And yes. Look, Dave, I mean, yesterday, it was funny. You guys, you guys mentioned this at the end of the game, and I and, you know, Kevin Durant's a player I've watched a lot through his career. Like, he's just somebody I've always... But I I had totally just overlooked the fact that he's the best free throw shooter in the NBA, too. And you guys threw that out there at the end of the game. He was hitting clutch free throws. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's another reason to have this guy on your team. You know, the, I think the thing that, that's, again, the most interesting is just what is going on inside that locker room and how players are reacting to Kevin Durant. So, like, we were told DeAndre Ayton... You know, his knee, he hurt his knee on Friday. Like, he didn't want to let Kevin Durant down. He played yesterday. He wasn't 100%, but, like, he – Durant has just brought a new level of mm. um, want to, for lack of a better term. It's I, I think so many people respect him for what he's done. And then, you know, we talked about the fact – I mentioned this, too, when I was on with you guys last week, and this is, a, this is how Monty Williams phrased it. Like, when Kevin Durant does drills, it's life and death. And so, you know, you think you work hard and then you see this guy and you're like, okay, uh, I really don't know what work is when, until you, when you're watching Kevin Durant get after it. And I think that has already transformed what was a very good culture. When you have Durant and Chris Paul and Devin Booker, who have accomplished a lot in this league, setting the tone, other guys fall in line and... It makes for great things. That's why you get a chance to win a championship. No doubt, David. There was a lot of star power out on the floor yesterday, of course, with Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, Devin Booker, KD, of course. But the stat you threw out that really blew me away, there were 70 points scored in the third quarter, and those four guys had 55 of them. (laughs) (laughs) David, I mean, who was the best superstar on the floor yesterday? Oh man, well, Wolf, it's why you love the NBA, right? I yeah. mean, just you're going to see something you've probably never seen before to have that kind of star power out there. Um, I, I think again, just the way Kevin Durant lets the game come to him, mm. it's very different than Luca and Kyrie. Um, you watch them, and they're definitely forcing things, and that, that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Um, but Kevin Durant doesn't do that. I mean, look at his efficiency numbers in his first three games. He's not forcing it. There were times where, you know, he was looking for a shot and other times he was deferring. And he was really the one of the four guys that did that the most. And that's really what stands out to me watching Durant. And uh, again, I think what makes him unique as a superstar. 
Dave Pass joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. All right, Dave, the uh, the confrontation there at the very end of the game between Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. I, I for one, if these guys don't like each other when they're on the floor, I like that. I, I don't I don't think that's a bad thing for the sport. Uh, and maybe that's not what's actually going on. But what was the the vibe in that building when that happened? Yeah, I, it, it felt like I, I think Luka was probably frustrated with missing the shot, and so. With Devin Booker looking at Eric Lewis, you know, we showed the replay. You could tell he wasn't looking at Luca, but it was hard to tell if he was still talking to Luca. <laughs> he definitely was talking about Luca, so Doncic didn't like that. But but they both were smiling when they were kind of face to face, so you never felt like a brawl was going to break out. You know, it just yeah. didn't have that vibe. Uh, you you weren't dealing with you know two enforcers. So it just it, it, it never felt like it got to the point where it was as heated as maybe it looked on TV. Um, but I, you know, I just didn't understand why Luca responded the way he did. I don't think Devin Booker was, you know, swearing. I don't. I don't think. Um, again, it was hard to hear everything with how loud it was. And again, looking at the replay, it just didn't seem like. I think it was more about what happened prior to that with Doncic missing the shot and him just being frustrated over that. So, David, as you look at the Phoenix Suns right now, I know it's only three games, and it's very, very difficult to to make any type of um, conclusion based on three games. But as you start to see this team, what do you think might be an issue with them going forward? Is it it, What is it? Well, I think it could be a third score. You know, you, you saw Monty Williams at the end of the third quarter put in a couple of guys that had not played. Uh, or hadn't played a lot. And, you know, Ish Wainwright made a couple of the big shots. Torrey Craig, uh, I think, it, you know, he was trying to find uh, another guy. Um, and I, I'm not sure that, you know, when guys are playing, you know, your starters are playing more minutes in the playoffs, your rotation is shortened, how often you can do that. And Chris Paul hit a couple of the big shots in the fourth. Um, DeAndre Ayton made some great plays early on, but really offensively didn't do much the rest of the game. He had a great game in the glass, but that, that to me would be a little bit of a concern is, is there a third score when you're playing? If you, you know, if you get to the finals, let's yeah. say, and you play Milwaukee, you know, they've got three guys and probably more than three. I think Milwaukee's loaded. Um, but certainly three guys with a healthy Middleton holiday and obviously Giannis, and in the West, I think there are a couple other teams that, that potentially have three guys that you would have to worry about. So, you know, maybe it's a rotation thing. Maybe one night that third score is going to be Chris Paul. Maybe the next night it's Aiton. Or like yesterday, it's somebody off the bench late in the game who hasn't played. Um, but that that's really the one thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, other than that, I mean, they, they look so connected, guys, defensively. And obviously with the star power they have and the chemistry they have and the coaching – I think Phoenix is in really good shape. Dave Pass joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line. Dave, we were talking about this earlier. It, it felt like for the last 10 months, Dallas maybe had figured the Suns out, and that all went out the window when, when the Suns added Kevin Durant and changed things, and obviously Dallas added Kyrie too. But the one thing that was a little concerning yesterday, and I don't, I don't blame them, but you know, Luca, Luca had 19 free throw attempts and was complaining after every play where he didn't get a free throw attempt. That's not my concern. My concern is, does, does it seem like that is still something that gets under the sun's skin? Because it seems like Luca is one of the few players in this league that could kind of get them rattled just by making them angry. I don't know. You know we didn't spend a whole t- a lot of time talking about, you know, we, we mentioned obviously the postseason. 
and talk a little bit about the regular season series, but more along the lines of from a tiebreaker standpoint, not really, uh, you know, the, the history. It, it does feel like, you know, there still is some bad blood and, and, and a bit of a rivalry, but and so many pieces have changed. I'm not sure if they meet in the playoffs that really any of that matters. You know, Luca. You know, look, that. You know, I have done a lot of games that Luka Doncic has done, has played in, and I mean, he does it every game. He's always talking to the officials. I'm sure you guys see some of it, but not all of it, uh, because some of it obviously isn't on camera and it's away from the ball. I mean, he's doing it constantly. Um, and look, he's good at getting to the foul line. He is. I mean, he's strong. He's powerful. He's smart. Um, I'm, I'm not sure that you know Phoenix is the only team that's that's going to. I guarantee you the game plan for every team that Dallas plays is not to put Luke on the line, I guess is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Right, right. Dave, great stuff as Thank always, you, man. David. Thank you for the time. Yep, love you, Wolf. Okay, See you guys. You, buddy. <laughs> Take care.